Good morning and welcome. You're listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's word and then we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that God has given us. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. Check us out at soh.church. Download our mobile app for a free digital Bible, but a whole lot more. You can join our online community, connect with us, pray with us, laugh with us. We have a really good time. And if you are listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, like, share, subscribe, invite somebody to this stream right now, because God's word is for everyone. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm excited to continue with you. Yesterday, we started Matthew chapter 8. We were coming out of several weeks of studying in depth the Sermon on the Mount, and we see Jesus stops teaching, uh, or he at least ends teaching for that moment. But technically, oh, I'm going to correct myself uh, uh, live here. He's always teaching, right? Teaching is not always speaking and telling a lesson, right? A lot of what we do in our day-to-day actions teaches others, right? It teaches others about who we are. Uh, Hopefully it teaches others on how to better follow God. That's the life that we look to lead. Amen. Uh, So Jesus continues teaching, but in a different way through uh, exhibiting his authority. And what we see is as soon as the the Sermon on the Mount ends, he goes out. The crowd continues to follow him, and he is confronted with his first, let's call it opportunity. I was going to say test, but it's an opportunity. He's approached by a leper, and like we hit on yesterday, lepers, unclean. You know anything about leprosy? It's a horrible, disfiguring, contagious disease. Uh, the rabbis of that time would actually brag about how they treated lepers, made them scream unclean. We made the connection, right? They made the lepers actually stand six feet away from you and kind of made that connection to what we what we dealt with uh, fairly recently, uh, which I hope we never have to uh, deal with again. And what did we see Jesus do? We saw him do exactly what was contrast to what the uh, the alleged holiest people of the time would do. They would run from the lepers. Jesus didn't. Jesus approached the leper, not only healed the leper, but he reached out and he touched the leper. Right. And I, I can just imagine the gasp as he did that. But but what did uh, the leper ask Jesus? If you're willing to heal me, not that could Jesus do it. Was he willing to do it? Jesus said, I am willing. And understand that God is always willing to do in your life, even what other people are not willing to do, even what you're not willing to do. And the goal of our life, right, each and every day is to learn the ways and the nature of God and to become more willing to do what he would do. Amen, right? What would Jesus do? WWJD. It's not just a bracelet, but it's also important for us to know what did Jesus do? Why would you pursue what would Jesus do if you don't understand what Jesus did do? Amen. Okay. So now lepers healed off to the world to 
tell everybody what happened. And now we see another opportunity for Jesus. And I love how we're just moving along. And the opportunities that are coming up here in scripture are really challenging the crowd and what the mindset has been to that point. Because the religious leaders would tell you, stay away from lepers. But it wasn't just the lepers that they wanted to discriminate against. The religious leaders would also say, stay away from Gentiles, stay away from the pagans, right? Who were the Gentiles? They were non-Jewish people. And there was a strong disregard for anyone in Jewish culture that was not of the Jewish people. And uh, that's where we start seeing Jesus now moving into the mystery of the gospel. Right. When anytime you see the mystery of the gospel, the mystery of the gospel for, for that time was that this is open to everyone. That Abraham's promises are not just for the lineage, the children. Remember, Jesus said it like this. He said, God can call up sons of Abraham out of these rocks. Remember what John the Baptist said very early in Matthew. He said, don't think that you can sit on your lineage and say we're Abraham's sons. The axe is already at the root of the tree. Everything's changing, folks. So what happens now is Jesus is walking along and he is approached by a Roman centurion, a Roman soldier, not only a Roman soldier, but a high-ranking Roman soldier. And I imagine the thoughts on the crowd, which were probably mixed, the fact that a Roman soldier would approach a Jewish rabbi or an up-and-coming teacher or whatever they viewed Jesus to be at this time, but that Jesus would also interact with him in this way. It's just not how it worked during the time. And we begin to understand that Jesus was very counter-culture, that he didn't go along with the norms and the status quo, that he sat with people that were not people that culture, the culture would typically sit with. Let's get into today's word. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 8, <clears throat> starting with verse 6. For those of you at home watching the stream, uh, if you could let me know if you actually see the words today, that would be very, very helpful. I know yesterday we did have a glitch on that. But I'm going to read it through anyway, and let's get started. Verse 6. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. And Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? Okay, I'm getting word that there is no words. We are going to have to troubleshoot that at some point. So... I'll make me a little bigger here because I still have to see the words because I have it on my screen here. So the beauty of technology, right? So this is why that no, this is this is a great opportunity. This is why you have to download the Sound of Heaven app. Look at that. See how God works. See, the second you download that, the words will come back. But you should have your Bible open, have the Sound of Heaven app open to Matthew chapter eight. And we would be fine, right? So, so lesson learned. Uh, anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read through. So, <clears throat> the centurion asks for help. He says, "My servant is home 
paralyzed and suffering terribly. And what does Jesus say? Shall I come heal him? Well, first I want to point out here that we see the power of intercession, right? The leper came on his own behalf, but the centurion came on behalf of his servant. See, he approached Jesus on behalf of someone else. Never underestimate the power of intercession. We have an intercessory prayer team at Sound of Heaven that literally lays it down for everyone else. And that is a huge part of your prayer life. Remember, we talked about praying, and a good acronym for that is P-R-A-Y. We praise, we repent, we pray for anyone, and then we also pray for ourselves. That's kind of praying 101, but it's a good you know, model to follow if you want, if you want to um, <clears throat> pray uh, effectively and cover a lot of bases, right? We won't get back into that teaching. You can go back and listen to that. So Jesus says, shall I come and heal him? And I imagine the crowd saying, what? You would go to his house? Are you kidding me? This guy really is different because no religious leader would do that at this time. But watch what the the centurion uh, says. He says, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant shall be healed. For I myself are a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell you this. I tell this one go, excuse me, and he goes. And that one come and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. Now, I love this because he's acknowledging the true authority of Jesus, and he has faith in his word. And he's also acknowledging that although he has great authority here on earth, he can do a lot of things. There there is a, a place where his limitations begin, and only the power of God can continue. And one of the things that we always say here on this show, and we always say at Sound of Heaven Church, is that at the end of what you can do begins the infinite possibility of everything that God can do. When we're honest about our limitations, when we're honest about where we end and God begins, we can begin to trust him in that area. See, what happens is sometimes we get to the end of our limitations and then we pull back and say, well, I guess it's not going to happen because I can't do it. No, no, no. God can do it. God can do it. Same goes for the challenges in your life. It's often said, God will never give you anything that you can't handle. I think that's bunk. God will never give you anything that he can't handle. All things are possible through him. Amen. Let's continue. So the centurion says, listen, I have all this authority. I tell people do this and they do it. But I need you, Lord. And I don't deserve for you to come under my roof. And verse 10 starts it this way. It says, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. And he said to those following him, truly, I tell you. I have not found anyone in Israel with such great face, faith. And I would say face because it, that was a smack in the face to the religious leaders at that time. 
says, truly, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you, many will come from the east and from the west and will take their places at the feast of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. We'll break this down now. He says, first, I've not seen any faith like this in all of Israel. Understand that the temple Old Testament worship placed spatial limitations on God. You had to go to the temple. You had to bring the right recipe of offerings, right? There was a a chamber called the Holy of Holies. That's where God's spirit dwelled. So in that old covenant, there were limitations placed on God based on where he was. And that was always the case, even with the tabernacles and things like that. Again, the old covenant is a lesser non-ideal covenant. What do we live in now? We live in the new covenant. And Jesus told the Samaritan woman, if we go back to John, the gospel of John, he said, there's going to be a time where you're not worshiping in that temple. You're not worshiping in that temple, but the true worshipers of God are worshiping what? With spirit and truth everywhere. So what I love about this story with the centurion, as we wrap up here, is that it is proof positive that God is everywhere. God is up close and personal with the leper. And he is, as Jesus was standing in Capernaum, his healing word reached all the way to that centurion's house. He's everywhere. This is a testament to the omnipresence of God. So God is everywhere. But it's also what Jesus is teaching here. The fact that he says that many will come from the east and from the west to sit at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Understand what the, that must have been like to the crowd. To sit with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the forefathers. Many will come. And some of them some will not be those of us. In the lineage, why? Because all of Abraham's promises were going through Jesus. And guess what? If you don't go through Jesus, now you're not part of Abraham's promise. Hence the verbiage around being cast out. Some of the subjects of those kingdom being cast out. But what? But many will come, not just the Jewish people, but the Gentiles as well. So what do we learn from this teaching with the centurion? That God is everywhere but also that he's for everyone, for everyone. And you can't get out of the reach of God. You can't get out of the reach of God. And you can't get out of him loving you by who you are, by what you've done. God is a covenantal God, right? We come into covenant with him through Jesus. So that's what I hope that you take from today. That God is omnipresent and he's totally inclusive. And what he's doing right now in scripture, as we see, as he's going from place to place and preaching the good news of the kingdom of God, the good news of the gospel, is he's introducing the fact to these people 
that now there are Gentiles at the table. I'm everywhere, says the Lord, and I'm for everyone, says Jesus. Amen. And we could take great comfort and confidence in that. And then it closes out, says Jesus said to the centurion, go, let it be done just as you have believed it would. And the servant was healed from that moment. I'm going to say it over and over again. The scripture says it exactly like this. If you believe, you will see the glory of God, not the other way around. Not you will see the glory of God and then you believe. And listen, Jesus put forward miracles and many people believed that miracles, believed after the miracles, okay? So God will display. But as for me and you, let's believe first. Because when we believe first, not only do we get to see the glory of God with our eyes, we get to be the glory of God. And the glory of God can come in and through us. Remember, we're supposed to be vessels. Vessels are filled up and poured out. Be a vessel today. I hope this teaching has filled you up with confidence, knowing that God is everywhere. He's for everyone. And you can't get out of his reach today. As a matter of fact, you are his reach today. So just like we say every day, right? We get together for the 1%. We head out to the 99% to do something amazing with this life that God has given us. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, fill us with your confidence and your boldness, knowing that you're everywhere and for everyone, Lord God, and that we are your vessels. We go forward today boldly, serving you, God, in, in the 99%. Open up opportunities for us to show the world how awesome you are in Jesus' mighty name. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church over in Deer Park, New York. Download the Sound of Heaven app. Go to SOH. Dot church. You'll never be without a digital Bible again. You'll have one in your pocket always. And remember, you're listening to the 1% Christian, where 100 starts with one. I love you guys. We're going to continue through Matthew chapter 8 tomorrow. Have a great day.